a Voice of St. Louis original podcast. This is the STL All Local Podcast from KMOX Radio. I'm Megan Lynch with the news you need for this Wednesday, April 5th. Severe storms bring tragedy. We start with a conversation on KMOX shortly after we learned a suspected tornado struck southeastern Missouri. It is 8.09. Total information. AM Carol Daniel and Tom Ackerman with you. As you just heard us report, injuries, fatalities confirmed by the Missouri State Highway Patrol in Bollinger County after a tornado in the Glen Allen area. We take you live now to that area. Troop E, public information officer for the Highway Patrol, Sergeant Clark uh, Pallet joins us. And Sergeant Clark, tell me your last name again, sir. Parrot. Parrot, thank you so much. And can you describe what has occurred there uh, due to this tornado in the Glen Allen area? Well, around, uh, probably around 3.30, 4 o'clock this morning, it uh, appears a tornado did strike uh, the Bollinger County area. started out around the grassy Missouri area, which is west of Marble Hill on 34 Highway, and traveled east across the county, ultimately striking out around the Glen Allen area. At this time, we have established a unified command with state and local resources, uh, have a command post set up at the Woodland High School. And as you said, there are multiple fatalities with multiple injured at this time. As far as the exact numbers of each one of those, I do not have that information yet. Uh, this is still an active search and rescue mission uh, with authorities and resources from all over southeast Missouri coming together. Do we know at this point, Sergeant Parrott, whether those fatalities occurred in residences, in businesses? Do we know the structures in which they occurred? I would think it would probably have to be uh, homes, given the time that it struck. There's not a whole lot of uh, businesses open at, at that time in, in Bollinger County. But uh, at this point, you know, it is still an active search and rescue operation. So we're we're doing everything we can with state and local resources to to restore the services to the people of Bollinger County and, and try to find those who, who may be injured. And do we have any sense at all how long this tornado was on the ground? Uh, that I don't know. Uh, you know, it just became visible enough out here that we could see what was going on uh, within the last hour, hour and a half. Uh, some of the videos and pictures I have seen so far are, are somewhat uh, disturbing with, with the wide swath of damage that, that's out there. We will let you get back to your work, Sergeant Parrott. Do be careful. All righty, thank you. It was a good day at the polls for St. Louis Mayor Tashara Jones. She wasn't even on the ballot. Progressive Democrats took home key victories Tuesday as the St. Louis Board of Aldermen were reduced from 28 wards to 14. Incumbent Ann Schweitzer edged out City Sheriff's Deputy Tony Kirch during the first ward. Moderate Joe Vaccaro lost to Progressive Brett Narayan in the fourth ward. Both are incumbents. Alderwoman Sharon Tyus remains a vocal opponent of Mayor Jones defeating challenger Tashara Hall. But progressive Democrats scored a close victory in the 14th Ward as State Representative Rasheen Aldridge held off realtor Ebony Washington. Other winners include Tom Oldenburg, Joseph Vollmer, Daniela Velasquez, Alicia Sonier, Kara Spencer and Michael Browning, who defeated incumbent Tina Peel. Shaheen Clark Hubbard and Laura Keyes were also winners. Sean Michael Lyle, KMOX News. St. Louis voters approved a bill to establish a city charter commission aiming to modernize how the municipal government is run. 
Proposition C, earning a 60 to 40 percent victory. A nine-member commission will come up with recommendations to update the city charter. Those would still have to be approved by the Board of Aldermen, then voters. Voters in Collinsville turned their attention to the library board after a drag queen storybook hour was held last summer at the Collinsville Public Library. Many Collinsville voters told KMOX this was their biggest issue on the ballot. I just don't think that children need to be exposed to that. At the They're library. like pushing this on our children, and I think it's very confusing. Seven candidates were vying for five spots on the board, including five running on a campaign of Let Kids Be Kids. According to Madison County, Illinois unofficial results, all but one of the five were winners in yesterday's election. Chinooks, Chicago, Chinooks, Colorado. How do you like the sound of those possibilities, St. Louis? If the National Giants, Kroger, and Albertsons get to merge, they'll have to sell off duplicate markets, and that could mean chains like Mariano's Chicago or Safeway Denver become available. Would Schnooks be a buyer? Todd Schnook tells KMOX. You know, we're always looking. We're always uh, you know, trying to be opportunistic. And uh, if, you know, that's early stage right now, there's a lot of talk about what might happen. I think there's a lot of conjecture. But... Uh, you know, if presented you know, with that, yeah, we'd look at it. Renowned retail analyst, Bert Flickinger. Michael, if we can look at history and the present to predict the future, uh, Schnooks has always looked at divestitures and always has done very well with divestitures, and I would expect Schnooks to look at any divestitures uh, to have more of a first-mover advantage. But he says there is a big caution for Schnooks, too, with an expansion to big markets like that. Michael Calhoun, KMOX News. A follow-up to a story KMOX brought you yesterday, revamping the business liquor licensing process in St. Louis. That's uh, also several downtown and midtown business owners sending a letter to city leaders asking for their help. Aldermanic Board President Megan Green has already reached out to Danny Eichenhorst, saying a red tape commission is being formed to study the problems. She notes, though, the excise department has been very helpful. Besides staffing issues, Eichenhorst believes their hands are actually tied. By all means, please help them, get them some staff. However, we need to completely overhaul the processes altogether. It's not just a, I can throw a couple staff members at this and it'll all work all of a sudden. It needs to be looked at with fresh eyes. At what are some of the other municipalities that are able to get all of the input they need in under a month? What are they doing and what can we learn from them? With City SC now, just kind of in general, give me an overall view of how things are downtown right now. A few months back, you had some issues. Yeah. Yeah. Well, in the Midtown area, we're doing, I mean, we're doing really, really well. We're we're seeing a lot of investment. Crime is, is down in this area. We know that's all cyclical and seasonal and all of those things, but I'm really excited for what's to come. Maria Kina, KMLX News. From the KMOX business desk, Commerce Bank headquarters in Clayton is moving across the street. Forsyth Point is a two-building, one-million-square-foot complex that includes the 10-story Commerce Bank Tower. Top five floors will be occupied by law firm Hush Blackwell. About 110 Commerce employees will be making the move across the street. The bank will occupy the first two floors, commercial banking on the sixth floor, executives, community relations, and commercial real estate on the seventh floor. The move, according to Commerce, frees up more space in the old location for the growing Commerce Trust Company. KMOX Sports from the new bold BMW Toyota Sports Desk.
Before we get to the back and forth between manager and player, let's get a recap of the game from our broadcasters. In the first two games of the series, home runs by third baseman Austin Riley set the tone for Atlanta in 8-4 and 4-1 wins. He got a two-run homer in the three-run victory last night. They also got big play out of their right fielder, Ronald Acuna Jr., scored a run, stole a base, couple of hits, also threw out two Cardinals on the base pass, including Tyler O'Neill at home, so he may have won the game with his arm. Braves pitching was good. Cardinals couldn't come up with the big knockout hit. Steven Matz gave up four runs over his first three innings, but he settled in to go five and a third. Drew Verhagen, Andre Pallante, and Giovanni Gallegos looked very good out of the bullpen. Bullpen was terrific. They were attacking the zone. Uh, the Cardinals had a chance all the way to the ninth. They just couldn't get anything going. Now the Cardinals hope to salvage a game in this series and go 3-3 three and three on the opening homestand. They have Miles Michaelis making the start against Bryce Elder. And we're on the air at 11.20 this morning, the first pitch at 12.15 at Bush Stadium. Now here's the play in question and how it was called on KMOX. Next delivery is hit towards right field. It's a base hit for Donovan. Charging hard from third is O'Neal. Play at the plate, and he is out at the plate. He's out at the plate. What a throw by Acuna from right field. But manager Ali Marmel questioned the effort of O'Neal rounding third and coming home. Take a listen. Yeah, we got a lot of guys playing really hard. That's not our style of play as far as the, the effort rounding the bag there. Um, it's unacceptable. Yeah. That's pretty clear, right? All right, good. That message came in loud and clear to O'Neal. Here's what he said, audio courtesy of Bally Sports Midwest. No, I think... Um, he was pretty blunt about it. He didn't think I gave the best effort. Um, um, you know, I'm out here every day grinding my grinding my ass off. Um, you know, giving it my all and uh, trying to stay on the field for 160 games out here. So, um, you know, like I said, I just got to get a better jump next time, and, and I guess you know, just get around get around the base a little quicker, and um, you know, be in there next time. So you you dispute that? You disagree with it? Wasn't an effort thing? Um, yeah, I mean. I'm trying to I'm trying to score that round, of course. You know, um, not out there to dog it at all. Um, you know, those are pretty pretty strong words from him. So that's um, good to know. Tyler, you mentioned that you felt like you got a good jump. Do you feel like the, the rounding of third was was what you were looking for, or was that maybe an area where it went wrong a little bit? Um, no, you know, I was just uh, trying to take a tight turn. Um, you know, I've been working a lot on different run form mechanics and stuff here in St. Louis, um, and that puts me in a better position for longevity. So, um, you know, maybe there was a little um, there was a little uh, too much thought process. In the, in the play for me rather than just a go get them, um, you know, as, as I usually would. So, um, you know, just finding that happy media. Okay, so that's interesting right there. So he does admit that perhaps he needs to go back to the all-out just running as hard as he can rather than thinking his way through it. Remember, O'Neal has dealt with many hamstring injuries that have sidelined him, and he's trying, as he said right there, to come up with better run mechanics so that he does not get injured. He used the word longevity there. St. Louis All Local is produced by the KMOX News Team. Subscribe to the All Local on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your favorite podcasts.